Today, Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. We've got guests uh, today where we have guests from the local and community leaders in, in Beaumont and uh, local pastors. We're here today to introduce you to a program, and this program is is uh, is for those who are residents of the state of Texas, and it's called the Texas Relief Rent Assistance Program. And um, today I have Sister Mrs. Linda Spice Jones, Joe Higgs, Pastor Kurt, Curtis Jean Johnson, with the Greater Grace Missionary Baptist Church, Reverend Vernon Tubbs and Mr. Frederick Fusilier. They're going to be joining me on this special program. And we're going to talk about it because right now, there is the government, U.S. government has issued $25 billion to help renters for their rent over in arrear and utilities. $1.9 billion allocated to the state of Texas. And that's what we're going to talk about on Knowledge is Power podcast live. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. $1.9 billion to the state of Texas that the government has issued for the state of Texas to help rentals with their rent uh, utilities. And we're gonna talk about who's qualified to receive this. $600 million to the state of Texas. $6 million, $600 million to the state of Texas. And $7.5 million to Jefferson County. That's right, $7.5 million to Jefferson County. So we're here tonight uh, today to explain to you how it works, who qualifies, who does not qualify. And uh, and also, if that's not enough money, the state held back $1 billion so to make sure that everybody has covered doing it. And this, I think, uh, Joe Higgs, this is the money that's coming from the... Uh, from the last stimulus, last stimulus bill in in December, correct? That's correct. It's the coronavirus relief bill, I think it's called. Right, right. And so tonight we're going to find out who qualifies and who do not qualify. And then we're going to answer questions about how do you get this information? Where do you go to get it? We're going to give you a website and we're going to give you phone numbers. And I'd like for you to share this program to everyone you know, because it is very necessary, very important. So, Reverend Johnson, what is the purpose of the program? Well, good evening, Mr. Tony Winfro. Thank you again for having us to come on and share. Uh, this is a great program. The program provides rental and utility assistance uh, to qualified applicants. And we want to reinstate that qualified applicants to prevent housing instability, potential evictions, and uh, financial hardship of tenants and landlords. And uh, as a result of the COVID-19 public health emergency. So this is a good program uh, that the state has and, and we hope that everybody will, everybody that qualifies will take part of it because it, it helps both the tenant as well as the landlord. So when does this program begin and what is my deadline to apply? So I, I want to apply, but I want to know when, when is the deadline. So when do, does it begin? All right. The program begin, uh, begins accepting applicants. Uh, we passed that date, which was February the 15th, uh, 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. That's central time. And the program will remain open until all available funds have been uh, committed. 
the duration of the program that largely depends on the number of eligible applicants and so uh, we we just hope again that people will take advantage of it quickly so we're talking about funds that's available to you and everyone here in the state of texas so fred fugitive who is the who is eligible to receive assistance from this program Okay, uh, where are you? There we go. All right, the, uh, first of all, this, this program is designed for renters. That's the first qualification. This is just to help renters to keep from being evicted. And there are <clears throat> two, one of the main qualifications is you have to have income below less than 80% of the area medium income. I'll show you that sheet there. You can see uh, in Texas, in Jefferson County, I don't know if you can see this or not, but the 2020 media inc income is $67,500. So this is usually, you saying that 80% of 67,500 is, is what um, uh, not, not exactly, uh, because if you look at the chart, it's also adjusted for the number of occupants in the household. Right. So, so if that, let's see. So if that if was two, at, if that was two, if that was two, uh, a, a household of two, that's going to be an income of maxed at forty three thousand two hundred, right? And uh, eighty and eighty percent of that qualifies them for it. The chart is showing the eighty percent. Right. So as long as they're below that level, if it's two, two in the household, as long as they are below forty-three two, right. two hundred, they qualify. Right. And as the uh, number of occupants goes up, the uh, qualification goes up. So if they go, if you look at the chart going up to about uh, six in the household, you can have an income of. Uh, as much as sixty-two thousand six hundred, it looks like. Okay, so I, I, I just I, I'm kind of acting as acting as I'm I'm eligible as well. So let's say this. So what if I think is it that I have to make uh, less than sixty-two thousand dollars, and I have four people in a household? I do qualify, right? That's correct. Right. So if I had just myself, single individual, I still qualify <laughs> as long as I do not make over thirty seven thousand dollars. That's correct. Correct. So I want to make sure everyone understand what we're talking about. And, I, and I'm slow. I'm breaking it down. So if you have questions, we're going to and later on the show, we're going to we're going to um, answer your questions that we have not answered or you have in-depth questions we're going to answer those questions for you so now again people a household of four on this chart here you have to make less than fifty four thousand dollars and you qualify correct mr fusilier yes okay great 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 now who is not eligible to receive assistance from the program I'm going to post something up there. I know what you're going to talk about. How about this? There we go. Okay. Uh, first thing, remember, you have to be a renter. This is just for tenants. Right. And the other uh, person that people that are not available is if you're receiving government assistant housing. Right. And to try to qualify why that, why that is, is because if you own government assistant housing, and you lost the income, your rent is supposed to be adjusted automatically. And if it hasn't been, it should be uh, calling the uh, housing voucher program to be sure to let them know that your income has changed and your uh, base, your, your rent should change accordingly. So that's right. the only reason that they don't qualify because their rent is also already supposed to be adjusted according to their income. So, Question number one would be, and for anyone that's listening, and you might be listening to the next day or next week with time, but the question is, are you seeking assistance for rent 
and are utilities for your primary residence located in Texas? If your answer is yes, you qualify. Now, those who are not qualified is not qualified for assistance for his rent utility is whom, Mr. Fugitive? Uh, well, we already went over the income levels, mm -hmm. but the only other renter that wouldn't qualify would be the ones, like I said, that were already on government-assisted housing. Okay. And just to clarify that, I, I, swear, I know I was kind of long-winded, but I wanted you to know you still have avenues because your rent should have been decreased anyway when your rent when your income went down. Mm -hmm. So don't don't just think just because you don't qualify for this program. I, I don't want to let them go out in the in the wind thinking that there's nothing that can be done. So let me go over the five questions again. Five questions. This this. If all your answers is yes on these five questions, then you qualify. Are you seeking assistance for rent or utilities for your primary residence located in Texas? Located in Texas, not Louisiana, Texas only. This is only for Texas. Second, question number two, is your household income less than or equal to 80% of average medium income for its size? If your answer is yes, that's number two. Question three is, can anyone in the household demonstrate a risk of homelessness? Let me explain that. Like such as past due utilities and rent notice, eviction notice, unsafe, unhealthy living conditions. Question number four. Has anyone in the household experienced any of these financial impact related to COVID-19? That means reduction or loss of income, increased expenses, qualify for unemployment benefits. Now that kind of breaks it down a little bit. So I'm, I'm gonna break it down a little bit more. If you had a loss of income, say that you were making $300 a week, now you're only making $250 a week. That's a loss of income. Or you lost your job. That is a loss of income. Someone in the home that lost their job or not getting paid their average income, that is loss of income. Unsafe, unhealthy living condition. You're living with someone else. You're living with your family because you lost everything from COVID-19. You couldn't afford to pay. That is qualified for homelessness. Question number four. Has anyone in the household experienced... Oh, I just went there, right? <laughs> I'm going to repeat myself. So question number five. Is this the only payment assistant you are requesting or will receive for these months. So if all those questions are yes for you, you qualify for the rent release and can begin your application process. And we're gonna show you and tell you how you can uh, get that uh, information on, the, on um, getting information on your application process, okay? So I'm going to now post something at the bottom of the screen, a website and a phone number that you can get started. So now I'm, I'm going to move on with the show and we're going to go into uh, Joe Higgs. Is there, these are eligibility questions. Is there a U.S. citizen requirement? Uh, no, um, because this is a program that's, designed to try to help keep people in their apartments during a pandemic, it's an emergency, it's a disaster. And so they are not asking that people be US citizens. So anybody, regardless of their immigration status, can apply to this program. So they are going to, everybody is going to have to prove their identity, but they could use a passport, a foreign passport. Um, the Mexican government, offers something called the matricula consular, which is something that the local consuls uh, issue. But you, you do have to be able to prove your identity. You're going to need some sort of a, a, 
um, a, a, either a license or some sort of an identity document that shows who you are, but it could be from a foreign country. And the reason for this is, is that the pandemic gets spread by anybody. So what this program is designed to do is to keep everybody safe and in their homes until the pandemic is over. So there is no citizenship requirement uh, be, to be able to apply. Now, I will say there is a question on there where they ask for social security number. If you don't happen to have a social security number, leave it blank. Don't fill in a fake one. Don't, you know, you don't have to do anything. Just leave it blank and go on. So can um, unadopted uh, residents apply? Absolutely. They can and they should if they otherwise qualify. Okay. Okay, let's see. Let me go to another screen so we can uh, see how this is done here. How about that? Okay. I don't know if you guys can see that, but uh, that is uh, for rent. So I'm going to repeat what what is on here on the screen. I'm trying to make it a little bigger. But so, so Joe, I mean, help me out here, Mr. Higgs. The HUD metro area uh, and the bedroom sizes. So uh, it's saying here for the year of 2021, if I'm living in a, in a one bedroom efficiency and my rent is um, 661, what, what, what would be paid? I'm going to punt that to Mr. Fusilier because he's, oh. I think he can answer this quite okay. well. Fred, will you answer that? Okay, let me pull up the chart because I can't see the one that. Uh... Yeah, pull yours up, please. Mine's a little small. So, what I'm, while he's looking, I'm going to explain to you if you look at Okay, I, okay, I got that, it right here. Okay, Come on. All right, go ahead. Okay, the fair market rental value is how much. That the most that you can pay be paying for rent that they will uh, 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 help you with. Now, let's be clear if you pay over that amount, over the amount, the numbers we're getting ready to talk about, that doesn't mean that they'll pay up to this amount and you pay the rest. No, they won't pay anything. So if your rent for your for the this apartments, according to the chart, is more than what uh, is qualified. You can't get any any help with that. So, Mr. Fusler, I'm living in a two-bedroom apartment, and my rent is $880. Okay. No, no, no. I'll change that. My rent is $780. So You're what, qualified. I qualify. So what would they pay if my rent was $780? They'll pay all the way up to $880, correct? They'll pay up to you what your rent, what your actual rent is. Right. Let, let me qualify. Let's back up, Tony. Okay. They will pay up to 150% of that. That's right. So that's about uh, twelve, $1,300. That's right. So so that's right. We didn't we didn't say that, but that is right. 150% of what your rent is. This is an amount they're going to no, pay. No, 150% of that fair market rental rate. Right. So the, so if two, it, right. If I make seven eighty, I mean, my rent is seven eighty. dollars they're going to pay... One hundred and fifty percent of seven eighty, correct? No, they're gonna pay it all up to the up to that amount. If okay. you had a two bedroom apartment, let's put back it up. Okay. If you had a two bedroom apartment, they they will pay your rent, help you with your rent, as long as your rent is below thirteen hundred and twenty dollars. That's one hundred and fifty percent of eight eighty. Which is the fair market rental value? Okay. We need to back it up again. Back it up again. All right. The fair market rental value for a two-bedroom apartment in right now, 2020, 2021, is eight hundred and eighty dollars for a two-bedroom apartment. But they are allowing you to go up as high as one hundred and fifty percent of that. So you you could have a two bedroom apartment that's up to thirteen hundred and twenty dollars, and mm -hmm. you would still qualify. Right, right, right. absolutely. But now they're gonna only pay the rent that you need help with. They're not gonna uh, pay over what you what what the rent is. Mm -hmm. And plus, if you've already paid some, they'll just pay your balance. Right, right. Now, while we're on that subject, 
can you explain to the uh, the our viewers that um, I'm trying to move the screen back out the way? Okay, could you explain uh, what is the uh, since you're going to pay the rent? How far back that they they would pay rent in arrear? Okay, the program was initiated in March of last year, March of 2020. So you can go for as far back as March of 2020. Right now, that would be 11 months worth of rent. Mm -hmm. If you don't get it till next month, that'll be 12 months worth of rent. Mm -hmm. But they will pay up to 15 months of rent for you. Up to 15 months. Okay, but that, the caveat to that is they'll pay you back rent up to March, as far back as March. Mm -hmm. If you don't owe back as March, whatever you got. And then they'll pay it up to three months in advance. But they only pay it to three months in advance in three-month increments. Okay. So so say if I had a I'm the landlord and I have a uh, a renter that is three months in arrear. Okay. And they're still not working, still can prove that they are they, we have the the real documents and I can request as a landlord, I can request three months advance from there. So I, I like, so from December to February is three months. I can request March, April, and May. Right. Uh, yes. Three months in advance. Okay. So this is also not just for uh, uh, the rental's help, but it's also for that. That's something for the landlord as well. Yeah, the, the the whole idea is to uh, to help the renter to keep them in their apartment. Right. But by just by the association, if the landlord gets his rent, he's benefited. That's right. Okay. So that's why we try to stress to try to help the landlord. But but for some reason, there are some that's kind of reluctant to want to work with the program. But if you can talk to your landlord. The easiest way is to let him work with the, the uh, actual application and work through him because that's the quickest and the most efficient way to get help. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stop there for a minute. But those who are watching and are viewing or listening, uh, post your comments in the comment box, and we're going to have a section after this uh, presentation uh, and answer your questions that you might want to need answers so, so you can be clear to you what who qualifies, who does not qualify, and how much you're going to get. This, this is a big help for everyone. I mean, not just the, the, the renters, but the landlords as well. This is a big help. So now you're watching the show uh, or listening to it, please share it with everyone you know because this is important information that we get. We're talking $7.5 million just for Jefferson County. We're not just talking about in Beaumont. We're talking about Beaumont, Port Arthur, Orange, Mid County, uh, Avada, uh, Little Cypress. Uh, uh, no, that, that, that's Orange. I'm sorry. I went all the way to Orange. <laughs> I'm sorry. But Beaumont, Port Arthur, Mid County, um, and uh, parts of uh, where that area to the west of us. But anyway, whether, wherever it's. You qualify the state in, in Jefferson County for this. Right. So let's, let's go here. And let me ask uh, this question here. Um, Wait, Tony, before before you go up uh, mm -hmm. on that one, let's clear this one up. This program is not limited to Jefferson County. This is across the state. Yeah, I know that. But we're, oh, talking, okay. Yeah, okay. we're talking about how much money just been allocated to the state of uh, the, uh, uh, to Jefferson County, $7.5 million. But you got to remember, uh, $1 billion is, was left for the state to issue this money out. Right. So we, we ought to not be able to miss out on this money. So as for everybody that has a resident of the state of Texas. So... Uh, again, we're going to come back with, with the comments. I'm going to move on for the next few questions. And uh, Reverend Vernon Tubbs, what financial assistance will be provided? Okay, thank you, Mr. Renfro, for sharing with us this evening. We're glad to be here today to share with you about the financial assistance that can be provided. 
Now, the, assist, the assistance that's going to be provided is that they'll be able to pay you rent, whether if it's past due or if it's on time. You still, uh, if you can't pay it due to COVID, you'll be able to pay the rent. Uh, any of the utilities that you have, any home energy costs, or whatever it costs to keep your home up through heating, gas, pay that. And also, if you have any past due utility bills, it'll also pay that also. Now, remember that applicants, uh, when they assist, when they apply for the assistance, they can go up to 15 months. And when they go up to 15 months, because the program would not commit funds for you to go for future rent no more than three months at a time. Now, when you're looking at that also, the applicants must reapply every three months. And they will only be assisted if the funds are still available. But the program cannot pay for any type of food or other household items. It's only going to pay for your rent and utilities. So what is the maximum amount of rental assistance that we're going to get? Well, for this program, rent may not exceed 150% of the fair market rent value or 150% of the small area fair market rent, if applicable. Now, this program would not provide any assistance if a unit's rent exceeds 150% of the fair market value. Now, when you exceed that 150%, that you will become ineligible to get any assistance in this program. But tenants, uh, there are other programs that you can apply for. So if you desire to be uh, a part of the program, and if you don't qualify for this particular program, there are other programs available that you can apply for and possibly get assistance. Okay. Uh, Mr. Joe Hicks, uh, question. Uh, does the tenant have to be in the rear or can they just be struggling or just not able to pay next month? I'm gonna ask Miss uh, Miss Spike Jones. She, her mic is out, so I can ask that. I mean, let's test find out. Linda, are you there? Can you speak to us? Nope, she cannot speak to us. So who? <laughs> well, yeah, it it is. The program will pay both back rent or forward rent as long as you meet the income guidelines and then the eligibility guidelines. So you don't have to have back rent, but you do currently have to be at risk of losing your place to live. So let's say you paid all the way up through February and you don't have, um, you know, you don't have any, um, any back rent, but you can't pay your March rent. And by the, fifth, by the 7th of March, they're giving you a notice to vacate. That means you are at risk of losing your place to live and you can apply. But so you, you have to meet the income guidelines. You can't be over the income. You have to be able to show you're at risk of losing your place to live. You have to be able to show that you've lost your job or you've lost hours because of COVID. Now, it can't just be I don't earn enough money. I've got an, ex an apartment that's too expensive for me or I just don't earn enough money or whatever it, it has to be you have to be able to demonstrate that you lost hours or work because of covid and that's a you know that's just a requirement of this program um but yes you, you do not have to have back rent you just have to currently be able to show i'm at risk of losing my place to live. now will the tenant and landlord be notified when a payment is made Yes, um, if you apply to the state, and that's, as Mr. Fusilier said, it's much better if you apply with your landlord uh, because they can help you provide some of the documentation of your lease. And ultimately, the money is not going to, in most cases, the money is not going to go to the tenant. The money is going to go directly from the state to the landlord. Uh, but you, the, la the tenant, will find out that the landlord has been paid and then the landlord is required to credit your account within a certain number of days, I believe five days. So you should know if the landlord has been paid by the state or if the utility company has been paid by the state. But the design of the program is, is for you to apply with your landlord. It'll be much faster and much more efficient if you can have a good relationship and work with your landlord. 
And most of the landlord associations across the, the state are all encouraging landlords to participate. There's no reason because this is the way landlords are going to get paid. So you shouldn't be afraid of your landlord, even if you've had a bad relationship with them, even if they've been chasing you around for rent. Go ahead. This is the first, this is the time they'll get some sure money um, from the state if they apply with you. And they can't apply without you, by the way. They can't get the money unless you sign off on it. So you both need each other in this situation. All right. At the bottom of the screen, you will find the um, website that you can go to. That's www.texasrentrelease.com. Or you can call 1-833-9-TX-RENT. Or you can 1-833-989-RENT. 7368. So let's go to the comment board. Uh, and I think we've kind of covered all the way. Okay, so let's see here. What do we need to talk to? Okay. Um, Michael Gidry is saying, who do we need to talk to? Anyone want to answer that question? Hi. What do you I think mean, he well, well, actually, he needs to just go into, you don't need to talk to anybody. We just go to the website. Post, yeah, go to the website. And uh, you can go to the website and post that uh, or call or go to the post, uh, website. I I went through the website on yesterday, last night, just to see what it was, was about. And it's very simple. We're just filling in, filling in the blanks and moving on down. And But the landlord has to fill his part out and the the tenant has to fill their part out with documents stating that their 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 residence and how much they owe and how much you're requesting. And the best thing to do is like uh, Mr. Higgs was saying is that it's best to go through the state right now because Jefferson County is not prepared uh, to uh, to issue the monies right now. So it's best to go to the state and with your landlord. If you're a tenant, get your landlord to do it with you so you get the money faster. Um, so I'm going to go to another uh, comment. And so as we want to ask, uh, let's see here. Daisy Hardison is asking, is there a program for home owners assistance? <laughs> Not at this time. Okay. There's a program out there, but it's a little bit different, and, and, and uh, we haven't really delved into this, Tony. Okay, okay. Let's go here to uh, Michael Gittry has another question. He said, I have a one-bedroom by myself, and I make under 30000 a year on total disability. That's easy. You qualify. The other thing I would I would just say for someone like Mr. Gidry, if he has a um, SSI or some sort of a public support, then he's going to qualify um, for. Um, uh, they're they're giving a special qualification, and they're going to try to process everybody that has either a you know some sort of public support. Like let's say they um, uh, receive a WIC or they receive. Um, um, SSI, they're going to, he should apply right away and they are going to try to give them priority and, and, and fund them first. So they are choosing people that are at 50% of median family income. You have to be 80% of median income to, uh, to qualify at all. But if you're at 50% or you have some sort of, you know, public assistance program like SSI, they're going to give you priority. Um, so I would encourage anybody like that to apply right away, and then hopefully the state will get that money out to your landlord much more quickly. Reverend Tubbs, do you have any comments? We haven't. You have any thoughts on that, and what people should do? Just to follow up with what you just state, stated, making sure that they do get with their landlord, uh, making sure they fill out all the proper documentation, and then um, get it into the uh, proper sources online, and then they should be able to be have priority in getting their funds for their rent.
I think you're muted, Mr. Tony. I am sure I am. So nobody hearing anything. So, uh, so we've concluded uh, that the Texas Rent Relief Program. We've we've kind of explained to you 100% of what you can expect for. I get a reverb, reverb on my on my headset. I guess somebody mic is open. Okay. So, um, so the Texas Rent Relief Program is available. Uh, we suggest that you uh, apply with the state uh, because, the, again, Jefferson County all, has also received, again, $7.5 million to help with renters and for rentals and landlords. Uh, but the program is not set up to distribute the money. So we, 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 we ask you to go to the state with that. Uh, and again, please, please have your landlord uh, to if, if you can, to to apply for you, and you you complete your part and uh, have it sent in, so the landlord can get his money. Uh, any any other questions, uh, uh, guys? If you'd like to share with the uh, uh, with the viewers, would you just yes. explain what this group is, and and if maybe any of these folks know. Uh, you know, have have pastors or schools or others that would like to get more information that we would be willing to do. So would you just explain who you all are? Yes. Um, thank you, Mr. Joe Higgs. And uh, we, we're faith, faith-based um, and uh, community leaders and would come together to help in whatever way that we can during this difficult time of COVID and other situations that we're facing right now. And uh, we've been together a little over two years now. Um, we thank God for people like Mr. Higgs and uh, and our other members who have worked with us. But we've been tackling issues, uh, uh, the state as well as uh, our local cities. And so if you need further help and assistance, um, I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Tony if he would put my cell number down and if any of the other members are all right with that they can leave your number as well because we want to make sure that you are able to work with your landlord and i hope and pray that some some landlords that are listening in will share this information with the tenant and if you need further understanding whoever we're talking to um, just feel free to call and we'll make sure you get the type of assistance you need but it's it's not it's not gonna help you just to listen. You got to be a doer. You can't just be a hearer. You, you're gonna have to get up and take some initiatives because this this is gonna be with us until it's depleted. And uh, you can rest assured that people are filling out their applications. So you don't wanna be slowful. You wanna be a, get in a hurry and fill out the application, get uh, to understand the program, talk to whomever you need to talk with. And we do realize that everybody doesn't have the same um, abilities, this, that, and other. If you need help uh, with understanding the program, please don't hesitate to call us and let us know and we'll get you the help that you need. And please take this broadcast. Thank you, Mr. Tony. Take the broadcast and share it and keep sharing it so everybody can have the opportunity who need the funds can receive it. And again, uh, this is uh, the rental assistance and utilities. Uh, so don't be prideful. If you know you need help, get help. If you know somebody that do need to help, uh, just don't it, don't keep it to yourself. Uh, do it like we're supposed to do the gospel, share it with somebody. So thank you again, Mr. Tony uh, Winfro. You've been a blessing and a great help to uh, to the public. Thank you so much. Mr. Hicks, you muted. That's all. I'm sorry. Just a second. Reverend Tubbs, could you answer this? If somebody doesn't have a computer, because there's a lot of folks who've lost access to the internet, how can they how can they get help? How can they apply for it now? Well, let's say we we got a team, and uh, that number is there, and uh, you I think there's a number you can call as well, and it should give you some help there. Uh, Mr. Winfro has it on the screen now. There's a number you can call, but again. We want to be of service. If if you run into any complications there, 
and you know you meet the qualifications, please get in contact with one of the group members. And uh, again, Mr. Winfro, feel free to leave my number. What is your um, number that I can post it? Yeah, area code is 409-351-5465. Repeat that one more time. 409-351-5465. Okay. And what we're going to do, we're going to steer you in a direction where you can get the help and availability. We we don't have the money, but we're going to steer you the direction where you can uh, apply for the money yourself, the, the help, the relief. And again, as has been stated, the money goes directly uh, to the landlord. And of course, you'd be notified when the payment has been made. And uh, we just pray that the landlord and the tenant will work together because it it'll, it'll benefits both. There's no losers with this program. If landlord and tenant work together any lasting sharing if anyone else want to share anything to the public okay you you, you muted too okay there we yeah. go oh okay, what reverend johnson just said because uh the question about michael didrid it still had me puzzled and maybe he asked that question before you posted that first number, first set of numbers, Tony. But because yeah. uh, you know it might be somebody that's not real familiar with a computer, and they wanted to know who to actually call. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that 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 number that you got posted there answered his question. But even more, so and like Reverend Johnson said, call someone locally, like him. But one asset that we have been working with is the local JPs. Mm -hmm. And you can call any of your JPs because they have all this information and we have been working with them and they should be able to steer you to uh, someone in our group if they can't get you to direct con contact to the actual applications and, and forms that you need. Yeah. That's actually an important point um, that um, your suggestion, Fred, is that if somebody's already had an eviction case filed, if they're already gotten a notice that they're supposed to go to court, Reverend Tubbs, what should that person do? If they've already got a eviction case filed against them, what should they do? You're, you're muted, Reverend Tubbs. Okay, sorry about that. But if you do have a case already filed against you, do your landlord file the case? So the thing to do is get if there's a form that you would fill out, get your landlord to fill it out also, and then turn it into the justice of the peace in the district where you live. And when you turn it into the justice of the peace, he'll be able to get with you and possibly the landlord and tell you about the program that's available for you in order for you to get rental assistance. And so, but you still have time even after that case is filed. It does not mean right. that you have to be evicted right then or right away. From the time that the landlord files that uh, eviction with the JPs, you still have about six to eight weeks before you actually have a case filed against you. So there's time for so don't evict yourself, but make sure that you can get to the JPs court with your documentation of that you have seen, uh, that you know that there's been a case filed against you, but you have the proper documentation. Take it to the JPs court. Keep a copy for yourself so that you know that you have filed and then through that you should be able to uh, find some time working through the process and if the landlord is willing to work with you then you'll be able to stay in your apartment but the worst thing you can do if you've had a, a an eviction case filed is to either self-evict which means you just go and leave or to ignore it and think somehow it's going to go away so the best thing you can do is, is have a conversation with your landlord, or as Reverend Tubbs said, go to court, talk with the judge, but there is money to help you. Even if you're already in eviction court, there's funds that can help you. But if you give up on it, if you run away, um, you'll have the eviction judgment against you. You'll have it against your record, and it's a lot harder to rent your next apartment. So you're much better off 
um, going and deal with it and then trying to get your landlord and you to work together to get the back rent paid off through these funds. So this is a one time only. I mean, this isn't going to happen once a, um, once the pandemic is over. This is because there's a you know, there's COVID out there. But for now, if this is the situation and you qualify, then you ought to take advantage of it because this is a you, this is, you know, <laughs> this is how you can get out from under a debt burden that you might be under right now. But you got to take action, as Reverend Johnson said. You got to be proactive about this. And also remember, Joe, if if you've already received an eviction notice, and you file through this uh, Texas rent relief, you get priority because there's a different path they'll send you on to fill out that application and it, it takes you to the diversion project uh, program. Okay, any more we wanna share are we there? I appreciate you guys so much and uh, you've been a big blessing to the, uh, the people and your city, Beaumont, and Jefferson County. And again, let me repeat this. This is not just for Jefferson County. This is for everybody in the state of Texas. So if you're in Orange County, Hardin County, uh, Jasper County, uh, um, this is for you. I mean, this is for everybody in uh, the state of Texas. Uh, Harris County already has their money and they're issuing it out right now. Right, Mr. Higgs? Right, so we're asking you guys to, to get with your landlord, uh, with, go down to the office, and you can uh, and uh, make sure you get into this. I'm bringing in uh, Judge Ben Collins. He's he's been sitting backstage for a while. You know, he's a little like Linda. His computer uh, 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 savvy is is a little rusty. So, Judge, it's time to now that we have you here with us. Uh, we, we, how are you, sir? Uh, can you tell us a little bit? I know you've been backstage. I don't know what backstage you were. Uh, maybe you was at Julie Rogers Center uh, backstage, but you went hey. back on our stage. <laughs> so, I watched the Dallas Cowboy room, okay? <laughs> I grew up in the okay? Yeah, yeah, y'all still, y'all still slugs. But anyway. Uh-huh. All right. Don't us, start. <laughs> y'all pray for Tony, y'all. Pastors, I'm, I'm, yeah, please do. I please do. Uh, Judge, uh, so I would like to kind of add Judge in here, kind of give him an up to date what we talked about with the viewers before I give him about a few minutes so that he can explain to those uh, tenants that's watching or, or that's going to see it or hear it uh, what they can expect if they had to go to court for okay. eviction. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. When they come in, we ask them if they file for the declaration from the CDC declaration. If they qualify for it and the case is put um, in abatement until after March 31st. And we give them all the information of what assistance are available um, from the Catholic Charities, some other place, Salvation Army, um, regional planning and zoning. There's numerous charities that's available in assistance for them. Um, I also want to add uh, the ministers group that's here with us also to put their names and the phone number on there and also to, to give more information on it. Uh, we talked earlier last time about getting the tenants um, contact information. The problem with that on the citations we receive, there's no phone number. It's only an address to serve them with it. So, um, we're trying to work and get some information to contact the tenants. But if they don't file for the declaration and they don't show up in court, then the court's hands are tied and they'll get a, a default judgment against them. They'll get a court order for the constable to go out and stand by where the landlord put all this stuff on the street. That's the worst case scenario and that's what we're trying to avoid. And one of the biggest issues we have when we're telling the tenants before you get to eviction court, file your declaration with the landlord to stop evictions from happening. Or once you get to the eviction court, file the declaration. It's attached to the eviction citation that they've been served. And there's all the information that's attached on there also. But it's up to them to make the necessary phone calls to ask for assistance. Thank you, Judge. 
and we'll thank everyone that's been invited and thank you for coming on and we're going to spread the news i'm going to have another program on tuesday with my co-hosts uh and we're going to just kind of uh, go back over what we talked about tonight uh and uh let's spread the word share the podcast uh you can get it on youtube twitter spotify all over all over the social media is going to be there so um any lasting words before I uh, close out the show? One other thing, Tom. Mm-hmm. There's a rental deferral program. It basically puts a case of mediation between the landlord and a tenant. If both of them sign the agreement, the case goes to mediation. And the landlord is able to receive three months back rent and three months forward rent or future rent to try to keep the eviction from process from going on until that last phase. But um, again, both parties have to sign off on it. And what we're having is some of the landlords coming in, but we have no way of tracking the progress unless there's an issue and they come back into court. But most of the cases, we haven't had very many eviction cases going through because everybody's been filed for the declarations and everything's on hold till March 31st. And the speculation is may continue for another 90 days after that point. That's where we're at right now. So, Reverend Johnson, you'd like to close out the show? Yes, sir. Thank you again, Mr. Tony. Mr. Marvelous Tony. <laughs> hey, listen, I, 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 before we before we, we, we close the show, I like to give sign language to my, my cousin, Linda Jones. She's yeah. back. You can't say anything. Just... <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, we're gonna have to work with her with that computer. There. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, again, yeah. And Judge yeah. Collins and uh, Judge Dahl—they've really been a great help to our committee. We certainly want to thank them again, along with Mr. Higgs. We we really been blessed, and this is a great group. And uh, we meet every Thursday, and we're concerned about the citizens. Uh, so we're gonna close out with a prayer. If that's all right with you, Mr. Tony. Yes, sir. Yo, yes, sir. Okay, Father in heaven, again, we thank you for this day and thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for Mr. Tony and Father. We pray for all of the faith and community leaders. Thank you for the judges and those who show their concern, not just for themselves and their own families, but for others. And Lord, we pray that what we've done tonight will be pleasing with you and that others will be helped. And thank you, we pray that we will continue to be a blessing for other people. And we ask it all in Christ Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Don't leave. I'm going to leave you backstage. And I want to holler at you guys for a second. But thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll see you the next time. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages. 